Live around the globe, it's time for Rudy Max's World on the SSI Radio Network. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the deserts, bear, man. I breathe the mountain air, man. I travel, I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. Get on the phone now and call 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Email the program at info at rudymaxa.com or follow us on Facebook at Rudy Max's World. And now, America's number one travel radio show, Rudy Max's World. Welcome aboard. I'm Rudy Maxa, a.k.a. The Savvy Traveler, and you are listening to America's most widely syndicated radio travel show. Now, if you didn't hear the news on Friday, I'm sorry, i got to be the person to break it to you. SkyMall, that product catalog, you know, you find it tucked in the pocket of the backseat in front of you when you're on a commercial flight. SkyMall may be going out of business, yeah. It's bankrupt. Claims assets of between $1 and $10 million and liabilities of somewhere between $10 and $15 million. A lot of those dollars, by the way, are owed to Delta and American Airlines. SkyMall has to share its revenue with the airlines that allow them to put their magazines on board. But apparently, the proliferation of laptops and movies and smartphones and electronic notebooks have captured passengers' attention. So they never get around to browsing the SkyMall catalog to choose a toilet for their ca- that their cat can flush or a Darth Vader toaster, all that great stuff that was so much fun to read in SkyMall. The company hopes to b- find a buyer to continue the publication, but its revenue in 2013 was almost $34 million. In the first nine months of last year, it was half that. Assets are going to be au- auctioned off in March, and while the company doesn't have a buyer lined up yet, its executives are hopeful. I, for one, am doubtful. All right, let's get down to business for this show. Coming up this hour, we're going to get an overview of the New York Times travel show that just opened in New York for this weekend. Then I've collected some of your travel questions over the last couple of weeks from our toll-free number. I'll address three of them this hour. And there exists on Instagram, Pinterest, and, or excuse me, Pinterest, and other social media a coterie of thrill-seekers who love to take and post pictures of themselves and their friends straddling the supports of major bridges, hanging off cliffs, balancing on skyscrapers' construction beams. We'll meet Chicago-based traveler Nastasia Yokub, who began a new site to curate those photos, as well as photos taken by women travelers. I want to talk to her about this competitive urge to document danger. A new exhibit just opened at the National World War II Museum in New Orleans. If you're headed that way, you might want to check it out. Stephen Watson from the museum will describe the exhibit that documents the Allied troops' march from North Africa to Sicily, then north through Italy to the beaches of Normandy. It was that trek that eventually led to Berlin and the fall of the Nazi government, of course. And if you'd like to take a tour that does not include alcohol, you'll want to hear my interview near the end of the hour on a new website called the Clean Fun Network. But first, one of the country's largest travel shows takes place in Manhattan every year through this Sunday. And Bob and Mary Carey are at the Javits Center in Manhattan where it's taking place. Welcome to the show, Bob and Mary. Thanks, Rudy. How are you? Fine, thank you. Now, for someone who has not been to a travel show in a big city, what, what exactly goes on there? Who's allowed to go? What's on offer? Well, you know, Rudy, I think the, if anyone's ever been to a home show or auto show or boat show, a lot goes on. It's certainly all travel all the time. There's a mix of things uh, to explore. Uh, I think one of the benefits is you get a chance to meet travel companies, travel decision makers, and travel, um, you know, just all, all, all people associated with travel up front, in person, and make some decisions. But, you know, there are seminars that go on. Um, there are seminars going on here at the show from adventure hiking and biking to, you know, what's new in cruising and, uh, and then, of course, Rudy, I'm sure you'll appreciate, you know, there's always uh, 
there's always the, uh, what I like to call the pontificating panel, where we're going to tell everybody what travel is going to be like 10 years from now. Hey, wait a minute. I've been on those panels in some of those shows. <laughs> but this is open to the public. Is it free in New York as it is in most it places? It is. Uh, tickets, well, I think under 18, is, under 18 yeah. is free. It's about $17. 17 But, okay. you know, as, as you go around the country, there are a lot of travel shows. Here in New York is the kickoff with the New York Times. But uh, in this month alone, in, in January, I know Chicago and Dallas are having travel shows. Next month, right. there are shows in Boston and Philly and San Francisco and I think San Diego and L.A. And I think your old hometown of D.C. has one in March. Yeah, I think they do. So let me ask Mary, besides mm -hmm. filling bags filled with brochures yes, and DVDs of all these heavy. wonderful places, <laughs> did, you, uh, did you notice any, did any trends stand out? Anything yes. that I've got two bags filled with uh, trends. I think, yes, and I think the top standout so far that we've noticed is this rapid growth in the adventure travel industry. Mm, right. Um, you know, I think for years that was maybe for people who really like to be outdoors and get their boots on and go backpacking and hiking, but this is um, being done a little differently. Uh, it's it's being done for all different age brackets, and it's encompassing physical activity, um, communing with nature, but also the cultural exchange is important to people who want a travel adventure. Um, but that's a, a niche that is really growing right now. It's it's all over. You know, Ruby, I'll here. just add to this, and I'll just say, it seems to be, as, we, as we've been here going around meeting with people, that customization and you know personalized travel, almost a concierge approach, that's where travel's going right now. Hmm. Well, I, I, I got to say, adventure travel, I know the adventure has gotten a little softer for, for, hoax, for folks who might be over, you know, 45, um, but it's a great way to get involved in a community because you're actually mm -hmm. out there doing something as opposed to stepping from your hotel room through the lobby to a pool and then going to a hotel restaurant and going Absolutely. to dinner. Absolutely. So it's, that's a great thing. You know, something else uh, that we've encountered, um, and you, I'm sure you're, you know, you've seen this at events you've gone to. The disconnect between the travel agent and the online travel world. Uh, you can you definitely pick up on that a little bit. And and Mary, what was the comment that that, that we just somebody had said earlier uh, that they were talking about the, how what what they're trying to do with travel coming up. Uh, with apps and so forth? Well, there's an app that's in development right now um, that based on your search history and your cookies and your computer uh, will be able to oh. predict your travel needs <laughs> based on your searches and send I'll you make an reservations email. For you. Yeah, like put a whole trip together with you if you have an anniversary coming up and your date's been noted somewhere in your computer, whether it's birthday, anniversary, and actually design and develop and book a trip. So you're suggesting that uh, this uh, it's a new technological yes. era that might edge out travel agents to e some extent. Well, yeah. certainly um, could be a little bit of a competitor. I don't know if I like the idea of, of a computer organizing a trip people. for me. I still yeah. think it comes back to people and talking to people. Um, sure. But this is where technology is certainly heading for the millennials or for, for those who, who are interested in it. It's going to be there. We just have about a minute left. Um, were, was river cruising showing the flag yes, in a big way? Yes, that would be yeah. the other thing. Absolutely. That was the next thing on my list here. River cruising was, was all over as well. And also different destinations, um, Nicaragua, uh, ah. Rudy, you travel to South America frequently. Argentina came up, but, but all of South America, really. Uh, Ch Chile. Uh, yep, Ch Chile and, big and one. Vietnam, mm -hmm. very big. They yep. are too, and, and then, of course, Rudy, everyone's talking about Cuba, but as we know right now, you know, not a lot has changed just yet, but I'll tell you, right. people are certainly, there's a buzz getting ready. Yeah, TripAdvisor had a 300% drop.
jump in their uh, site traffic the day that those uh, restrictions were yeah. Nicaragua is interesting because that's a place where a few years ago Americans yeah. were hesitant to go to, but I do notice more magazine articles on it and travel magazines. And I guess Columbia showing... as well. Another one we've heard a lot of, Columbia. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't agree more. Well, have fun on the floor of the uh, New York Times Travel uh, Show. And well, if we're going to have somebody for you a little later on. Yeah. Uh, I, I think that you'll enjoy. So uh, we'll be back, uh, I guess, with you uh, next hour. Thank you. Bob and Mary Carey are at the New York Times Travel Show. It's going on all weekend. Do drop in. When we come back, your travel questions answered. To participate in the program and have some fun, call 800-387-8025 or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. We're coming right back. This is an announcement for all people who want to take a risk-free challenge to whiten their teeth in five minutes. By calling now, you can whiten your teeth in five minutes using clinically proven power swabs. This risk-free challenge is for people whose smile has been yellowed by coffee, tea, red wine, or smoking. The Power Swabs 5-Minute Challenge is available by responding to this advertisement. If lines are busy, try again. Because the Power Swabs 5-Minute Challenge is exclusive, it's not available in drugstores. Power Swabs was formulated by Dr. Martin Ginniger and whitens teeth with a patented tooth detergent and whitening agent. It's so effective, we challenge you to try it for five minutes to see how white your smile could be. Get it risk-free. Dial 1-800-204-1201. That's 1-800-204-1201. Transform your smile into a wow, you look great smile. Dial 1-800-204-1201. That's 1-800-204-1201. All coughs aren't the same, and neither are all cough medicines. Robitussin DM Max is a fast, powerful cough medicine with a unique dual-action liquid that instantly soothes your throat and relieves even the toughest coughs that can come with a cold, wet, <coughs> dry, <coughs> and hacking. <coughs> Don't let a cough control you. Control your cough with Robitussin DM Max. Soothe your throat, relieve your cough, and don't suffer the consequences. Use as directed. If you've got aches, pains, and soreness, it could be chronic inflammation. Listen to what Dave has to say about relief factor. I was in a sawmill accident and suffered with pain and discomfort for 60 years. I heard about relief factor and decided to order it. And in four days, I was walking without a limp and without pain. I am thrilled. For more information about Relief Factor and the two-week quick start for just $19.95, go to relieffactor.com. That's relieffactor.com. To join Rudy Max's world, call anytime, 800-387-8025. Follow the program on Facebook at Rudy Max's World. Now back to America's number one travel radio show. Good weekend to you, Rudy Maxa. Glad you're here in the shop. It's 18 minutes after the hour, and this segment of Rudy Maxa is brought to you by our friends at, I'm looking for the scriptory. This is a little embarrassing. Where's my brought to you by? <laughs> Where's my brought to you by? Where's my brought to you? Okay, I'll bring you the next. Oh, here it is. This hour is brought to you by uh, Tricom. I'm terribly sorry. Whether you travel or not, do you experience real dry skin? That's the question. Between cold weather and dry cabin air on planes, 
That's a recipe for dry, uncomfortable skin. Tricom works to soothe those skin irritations. A recent clinical study showed Tricom is five times more effective reducing itch than 1% hydrocortisone. And it's backed by an itch-free guarantee. If it doesn't work, simply mail the tube back for a refund. If you have dry, irritated winter skin, pick up some Tricom. It's easy to travel with. It comes in a two-ounce tube, perfect for your carry-on. Find Tricom in the white and blue box in the anti-itch aisle at Walgreens, Walmart, and CVS pharmacies. All right. You hear the announcer on this show every week. Give out the phone number if you have travel questions. A lot of your questions uh, suggest that I'm a travel agent. I get calls from people saying, can you book me a trip to Dallas or to Paris or whatever? I'm not a travel agent. I'm a travel journalist. But I put together, uh, there are about three questions here uh, that came in the other day. Um, Susan asked if your cruise, uh, if, you, if you're on a cruise, does your medical insurance cover you if you take ill at sea? Here's the answer, Susan. If your cruise is along the U.S. coastline, you're probably covered by your medical insurance. But most cruises aren't. Most go into international waters. And when that happens, the rules change. If you're covered by Medicare and you have gap insurance, your gap insurance may offer some coverage. Check with your carrier. Otherwise, check with your regular medical insurance company before sailing if you're not on Medicare. Now, cruise lines do sell you coverage. They'll sell you coverage when you book your cruise, but it's secondary, not primary coverage. And claiming it can require a whole lot of paperwork to prove that your regular insurance or Medicare won't pay your claim. There are numerous companies that sell short-term medical and, just as importantly, medical evacuation insurance that will cover you on cruise ships or take you off a cruise ship from anywhere in the world if you're seriously ill. You can check with insurance broker. There are a lot of them. There's one called Travel Insurance Services. That's the name of the company, Travel Insurance Services. And they will find a medical travel policy to handle your needs. Simone asked how she could tour the pubs of Ireland. Well, this is an easy one, Simone. Just go to Google and type in pub tours of Ireland, and you will find all kinds of things come up. So you're not going to have any trouble making it, putting together a nice tour of pubs in Ireland. Ken Rutstool asked about visiting Panama, maybe even retiring there. And I am not a Panama expert. So I asked Rob Harder, Rob Harper, excuse me. He's co-owner of Namu Travel uh, Group, and they take tours to uh, folks to uh, Panama to join us. Rob, welcome to the show. Nice to have you here. Really good to be back on with you. Okay. So Ken wants to go to Panama, um, which I think okay. is, a, is, a, is a worthy goal. Uh, tell him what he ought to know before he goes and why it's a good idea. Well, you know, I think he. there's a lot of people, and Ken's got a fantastic idea, that do come down to Panama and look at it as a retirement type of a destination. I think you probably want to keep in mind that you want to learn a little bit of Spanish. English is not as widely spoken here as some other retirement destinations. He wants to keep in mind that we're here in the tropics. Right now is our summertime, you know, and it's sunny and it's warm, and it can get a little bit hot and humid in some places, so keep that in mind. It's nice to know that we use the U.S. dollar here, Rudy, um, so you don't have to have any currency uh, exchanges here, so it's kind of fairly easy to be able to negotiate your way around the country. Um, and he probably wants to keep in mind if it's retirement that we've got some fantastic medical care facilities here, which I can tell you a little bit more about if you're interested, and that he's able to come as a tourist for six months, whereas a lot of places you can only go for 90 days. He'll have plenty of time to look around. Now, so you, I didn't know you lived in Panama. Yes, I'm actually uh, speaking with you from uh, from Panama as we speak. It's summertime down here, nice and sunny. Well, <laughs> don't do that to a guy in Minnesota, Rob. All right, now, so okay, so no visa. You can stay for six months as as a tourist. Is it an expensive destination? 
You know, it's become a little bit more expensive in recent years. I think it's not as expensive as compared to some of our neighbors. But I think one thing that people want to keep in mind is everybody flies into Panama City. That is our uh, lone international airport at the moment. There's probably right. another one open next year. And so when you come into the city, the city is a fairly first world place. It's got a skyline that looks something almost like Miami. Um, so you're not going to find third world prices in Panama City. You can find stuff that's a lot less expensive outside of town. So that's probably just something to keep in mind. So I encourage folks that when they come into the city, have a look around at what the prices and the facilities might be like, and then try to venture out a, a little bit more as well, because you will find stuff that's less expensive outside of town. All right. So how does one venture out? Is it wise to rent a car? Do you need to take a tour? Do you need to be guided in Panama? You know, you can, it certainly it, when you get outside of Panama City, Rudy, it's fairly easy to drive. Um, you know, the U.S. military was in Panama for 100 years, so one nice thing that they left behind was quite a bit of infrastructure. They left a lot of airstrips and the great highway system. So it's fairly well known for being easy to drive outside of Panama City. In the city, I would not recommend it. Get a guy to take you around for a couple of days. Uh, it's not terribly expensive. It's fairly easy to negotiate your, you know, your way around the, the city in, in cabs and whatnot. But to get outside of town and drive and rent a car, it's safe. It's fairly easy. It's a little bit more well-marked than other Central American countries. And then if people want to go to the other end of the country, to Boquete, for example, which is in mountains, which is a very popular retirement destination, it's easy to get there by flying. The flight is only about 20, 25 minutes. So by, by domestic flight as well, the, well, the country is fairly well connected. And driving to Boquete is how long? Yeah, you know, to get up to Boquete driving right now is probably going to take about six hours. I think the, okay. the nice thing is that they're doing quite a few expansions on the Pan American Highway. So here in Panama, probably about another year and a half, uh, one thing that will be unique is the entire length of the highway will be a full four lanes, which in most Central American countries, that's not necessarily the case. But right now, I think sure. to get up to Boquete might take you about six hours. All right, so do I have – so do, do I – I've not been to Panama, uh, Rob, as you know. Um, Rudy, you need to come down. I've invited uh, believe you. Me, believe me, I know you have. Believe me, believe I want to do a television show there. But but are there outside of Panama City? Are there are there beach resorts? Is it is it a huge beach resort place? I know you're lined with water, so. Well, yeah, we're lined with water. I mean, it's a you know, it's a it's a country that you know, is fairly skinny if you look at it on a map, and it's got right. two long you know coastlines. Once you get, if you drive about um, within about an, about 90 minutes west of Panama City, and west is where most of the action is in terms of resorts. There's a fairly new JW Marriott that's there. There's a Breezes Resort. There's a couple of other large places. But I think the nice thing about Panama is it has a little bit for everybody. So if you know what you prefer is a smaller beach community that's less expensive, that doesn't have right. resorts, that doesn't have condo towers, you can get further outside of town and find some fairly fascinating stuff that's got really nice, a unique flavor to it. And and and, and do you, does one need to book ahead certain seasons for hotels or resorts? Yeah, you know, I mean, it's probably some like some of the, some of the advice you know, Rudy, that you give your listeners. It's always a good idea to book ahead. I, I would say at least a few months. Right now, you want to try to book as much ahead for this season as you can, because remember, we're so close to the equator that our seasons are flip flopped. So right now, January, February, March, and for part of April, really kind of carrying us through Easter. Those are our peak season summer months. So in Panama, it's nice to know that we don't have four seasons like we do back in the U.S. It's a rainy season and a dry season. The temperature generally stays the same year round. So for about six months a year. We get almost no rain. In six months, we'll get steady rain for maybe two or three hours during the day. So right now when it's dry, and of course it's a little bit chillier up north in the U.S. where you guys are located, it's a more popular time to come down, so you want to try to book ahead a little bit more. Let me see if I can nail down the rainy season. You say in six months the rainy season begins? 
Yeah, so usually, you know, we'll July. start to get some rain. We'll start to get some rain about May or June, and then it'll kind okay. of get uh, it'll get a little bit rainier all the way through about Thanksgiving, right up to about Christmas, and then when okay. you hit New Year, it's it's pretty dry again. Okay, so when you talk about rain, you said steady rain, so it's not sort of like a Hawaiian thing where you know it rains for twelve minutes and then stops. You know, it's somewhat similar. When I say rainy season and I say six months of rain, it doesn't rain all day, every day. I'll tell you what's nice about it is that the rain patterns are fairly predictable. The mornings and the evenings during rainy season, Rudy, are almost mm-hmm. always beautiful. When the rain comes in, it's kind of early to mid-afternoon. It'll rain hard. It's sort of that traditional rainforest right. shower that you would think of for about 90 minutes. Right. And how's the food in Panama? Food's great, you know. I mean, especially uh, you know, in the city, it's it's such an international place because of the canal has attracted so many international visitors and now expatriates, you know, who have moved down. So there's sort of a vibrant, very vibrant food community, and one can choose from cuisines from a lot of different parts of the world. So it's really good. And if you're you're going to retire there, which uh, my listener can uh, suggest that he might, can you live on three thousand dollars a month? Yeah, absolutely. You can. I mean, you can live on that really in the city. Rent's a little bit more expensive here in town. But like I said, if you want to venture out a little bit, you can absolutely live on 3000 a month. And what's nice is if he's going to come down and apply for his retirement visa, that really is the best plan to do. You get discounts on just about absolutely everything. I mean, it's the gold standard for retirement visas. Um, and so that, that'll help his $3,000 a month that really go a long way. All right. Rob Harper is the owner of Namu Travel Group. If you're thinking of going to uh, Panama, you can find his website at vacationtopanama.com. Vacationtopanama.com. Rob, thanks for joining me. Thanks, Rudy. Come see us. I'd love to. We'll be right back in Rudy Max's World. Rudy Max's World phone lines are open anytime. So call us at 800-387-8025. And so is the website at RudyMaxa.com. Stay with us. We're coming right back after these messages. If you're a 50-year-old male with type 2 diabetes, 500000 of term life insurance is about 100 bucks a month. Everyone needs affordable term insurance regardless of health. Call Term Provider and speak with Big Lou. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes, overweight, or have high blood pressure. For affordable term life for you, call Big Lou at 800-480-4694. 800-480-4694. If you've got aches, pains, and soreness, it could be chronic inflammation. Listen to what Georgia has to say about relief factor. Over the years, I've had several injuries. I have had lots of pain, and it's been hard for me to exercise. Now, I'm much more active, so I'm losing weight, and I feel better. I would recommend it to anyone. For more information about Relief Factor and the two-week quick start for just $19.95, go to relieffactor.com. That's relieffactor.com. lines are always open at 800-387-8025 and stay connected with the program at rudymaxa.com now back to rudy Maxa's world uh, divers succeeded this week in almost raising the fuselage of that air asia aircraft that went down in the java sea by putting a huge flotation device under the fuselage experts brought it almost to the surface of the waters but sharp edges from the uh 
ripped metal of the fuselage, broke the cables, and that huge piece of metal slipped back down to the seabed. Rescuers suspect a number of bodies are still in the fuselage, but divers have found it dangerous to go inside due to dangling wires and twisted wreckage and uh, decomposing bodies. The cables are being altered. Another attempt to lift the fuselage out of the water will take place, uh, I don't know, any time this weekend, I believe. There exists on Instagram... Pinterest and other social media, a coterie of thrill seekers who take and post pictures of themselves and their friends doing all kinds of things, uh, standing on ledges of skyscrapers, straddling the supports of major bridges, hanging from cliffs. Chicago-based traveler Nastasia Yakub began a new site to curate those photos, as well as photos taken by women travelers, and she joins me now from Chicago. Hi, Nastasia. How are you? Hi, Rudy. How are you? Now, before I know, I know you started your site, um, which uh, we should give the name of it. It is dametraveler.com dot um, yes. com to ins- to inspire women to post photographs and so on. But what is this sort of subculture of folks who try to outdo each other, or seemingly try to outdo each other, with uh, with these dangerous photos? Yes, these extreme photos. There are basically groups in all various cities, Boston, New York City, a lot in Chicago, rooftop um, photographers. They call themselves rooftoppers. And they basically just take really risky photos, climbing on top of rooftops and and um, just basically hanging off, the, off of the top of the buildings. And they use um, their iPhones and uh, their GoPro um, devices, which basically take selfies so that you don't necessarily need a photographer to take the photo of you. Now, do you know some of these people? Yeah, so I've never actually been on a rooftop myself, <laughs> but I do. Uh, I've been a part of the Chicago uh, photography community for a while, and it's pretty extreme. So I haven't built up enough courage to do it myself, but I love to curate these photos because they are absolutely amazing. And what do what do these? Why do these? Uh, by the way, um, we have posted, I think, some of these photos. Uh, at least one of them. I'm looking at on, our, on the Facebook fan page right now. Rudy Max at Travel Leisure. Um, uh-huh. What do these folks? Why do they tell you they're doing this? Is it just the thrill of it? It's the thrill, definitely, and obviously to get that awesome shot. I mean, now it's. It, there become so many thrill seekers on Instagram that it's almost become a competition of who can have the riskiest shot or you know the the highest um, level of extreme shots. And it's not only in the urban um, area; it's basically a lot of mountain climbers as well. And um, there's another shot in Norway where it's it's a boulder in between two mountains and there's a 790 foot drop below and you it's possible to just get onto that boulder without any equipment and there's so many shots like that that i receive it's possible (laughs) if you're crazy it's possible if you're addicted to well i'm looking at the picture that's on our facebook page which you uh, sent us to post and Mm -hmm. this is somebody oh my god standing on a ledge it looks like over the chicago river i mean this is nuts. I know. <laughs> and this is a woman, actually. A lot of the bulk of the extreme shots are shot by men. Um, you know, it's, it's usually common for um, for people to think, oh, you know, guys are riskier than girls. But there are tons of female photographers out there that shoot these really risky shots, and they have no fear whatsoever. So that is actually a female right there on the ledge. <laughs> 
Well, you can look at this picture by going to facebook.com slash Rudy Max's world, by the way, or just look up Rudy Max at Travel Leisure. Oh, I'm, I'm, my palms are sweaty just looking at this nighttime photograph I of this woman know. all dressed in black with ha- her feet half off the ledge. No ropes that I can see. No Nothing. fears. No fears. How many of these do you get? Do you get one a month? Do you get one a week? Oh, no. I did tons. I started a hashtag, Dean Traveler, for females and then Mr. Traveler for males. And I have uh, over 30,000 um, photos under that hashtag. And I, I created the name Dame Traveler, so it's a unique uh, hashtag so people don't get mixed up with the other hashtags on Instagram because it's easy to do that. So wait, wait, wait a minute. Back up here. Back up here, Nastasia. You say yeah. you have, you have Mr. If you go to Instagram and look up Mr. Traveler, you'll find some of these dangerous, these photos of yes. people in dangerous places by men. Uh, by men, and then Dame Traveler hashtag Dame Traveler D A M E Traveler. Dame Traveler. It's yeah. all fe- they're all female uh, submissions, basically. And some of those risky photos are there as well. Uh, yes, definitely. You'll find a lot on there, and even in, on my on my feed, Dame Traveler. There's tons of hiking photos, and um, I just posted that rooftop one right now. And they're more so the riskier ones, obviously, on the Mister Traveler. <laughs> right, <laughs> because exactly, because guys like the that male. stuff. Yeah, they love the thrill. <laughs> well, Nastasia, I know you're a registered nurse, but uh, it sounds like this is taking up a lot of your time, and uh, it, it, it's 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 certainly fascinating. You look at these photos, and I appreciate your posting them, and I appreciate your coming on the show to talk about them. Yes, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it, and be sure to check out DameTraveler.com. There's some awesome uh, travel bloggers on there and really interesting stories. <laughs> Nastasia Yakub uh, curates the website DameTraveler.com. Check it out. You're listening to Rudy Max's World. So glad you are. Stick around. When we come back, we're going to talk about a particularly interesting exhibit just put up at the National World War II Museum in New Orleans. Join Rudy Max's World by calling 800-387-8025. Access the show anytime at RudyMaxa.com. We're coming right back. This is an announcement for all people who want to take a risk-free challenge to whiten their teeth in five minutes. By calling now, you can whiten your teeth in five minutes using clinically proven power swabs. This risk-free challenge is for people whose smile has been yellowed by coffee, tea, red wine, or smoking. The Power Swabs 5-Minute Challenge is available by responding to this advertisement. If lines are busy, try again. Because the Power Swabs 5-Minute Challenge is exclusive, it's not available in drugstores. Power Swabs was formulated by Dr. Martin Ginniger and whitens teeth with a patented tooth detergent and whitening agent. It's so effective, we challenge you to try it for five minutes to see how white your smile could be. Get it risk-free. Dial 1-800-204-1201. That's 1-800-204-1201. Transform your smile into a wow, you look great smile. Dial 1-800-204-1201. That's 1-800-204-1201. If you've got aches, pains, and soreness, it could be chronic inflammation. Listen to what Dave has to say about relief factor. I was in a sawmill accident and suffered with pain and discomfort for 60 years. I heard about relief factor and decided to order it. And in four days, I was walking without a limp and without pain. I am thrilled. For more information about Relief Factor and the two-week quick start for just $19.95, go to relieffactor.com. 
That's relieffactor.com. Rod Delano, Attorney Houston. Here's urgent news for those with vaginal or bladder mesh implants. The clock is ticking. Millions of dollars in settlements have already been distributed to thousands of victims. Have you received your settlement offer yet? Time is running out. So if your vaginal or bladder mesh implant has ruined your health and well-being and you don't know where to turn, call our knowledgeable and understanding team now to find out if you qualify for a settlement from the billions available. Call 800-488-9000. That's 800 800- 488-9000. Data knows you love posting selfies. Others might see a reflective surface, but you see an opportunity. Like right now, you just caught a glimpse of yourself and you like what you see, and you're thinking everyone else would probably like it too. Go ahead, you've got more data and you're paying less with Boost Mobile. For only $35 a month, you can take your selfie game to the next level. Parked car window, click, selfie. Person wearing sunglasses, click, selfie. Anything shiny, don't mind if you do. You, my friend, have no selfie control. And data's okay with that. Come to data. Get more data for less with unlimited talk and text for $35 a month. Only at Boost Mobile. $35 plan includes one gigabyte a month of high-speed data. Video streaming limited to 3G speeds. After applicable data allotment reach, data speeds including video reduced to 2G speeds for remainder plan cycle. International services extra. Offer and coverage not available everywhere and subject to change. State and local sales taxes fees may apply when adding funds to accounts. Offer network use rules and other restrictions apply. See BoostMobile.com or in-store materials for details. To participate in the program, call anytime, 800-387-8025, or log on to RudyMaxa.com. Once again, you're in Rudy Maxa's world. It's 43 minutes after the hour, and, uh, you know, I'm the son of an Army officer, but my father rarely talked about World War II, which he fought in. I know he was in Italy. He may have been in North Africa. I've been meaning to get his military records at some point. But I did not know that when America entered World War II, and I'm confessing my ignorance here, that we went up against the Germans first in North Africa. I learned that when I read about a new exhibit at the National World War II Museum in New Orleans. Stephen Watson is the executive vice president of that museum that has just launched a new section of the uh, museum that, that chronicles the approach to the end of World War II when Americans entered in North Africa, went to Sicily, went up through Italy, into France, and of course, eventually to Berlin, and you know the end of that. Uh, Stephen, welcome to the show. Nice to have you here. Hey, good morning, Rudy. I'm glad to be with you. Am I correct that the very the first conflict generally between Americans and, and the Germans was in North Africa? Yeah, that's exactly right. And uh, it's actually, you know, <clears throat> for Americans, it's a little bit of a head-scratcher because, you know, here... We get attacked by the Japanese at Pearl Harbor, you know, in December of 1941. And sort of our first action uh, against the, the Axis is to go and try and, you know, uh, go up against the Germans in North Africa. And it was really a decision that was made because we felt like that's where they were their weakest. And uh, we knew at that time that we probably weren't ready for a full-on assault from Northern Europe. So it was strategically a decision that Ike and Churchill came to is to, you know, attack the Germans where they thought they were weakest. And uh, that was, you know, a good decision. But uh, it certainly wasn't uh, a great start to our campaign. You know, we were sort of heavily uh, defeated by the Germans initially, had to retreat, regroup before we could eventually push them back. 
It's a huge hole in my knowledge of World War II, I'm embarrassed to say, but I guess that's why there are museums like yours to educate not-so-smart guys like I am about this. Um, I understand Absolutely. I understand that one of the things that f finally gave us an edge was that we had howitzers that had uh, greater reach than the Germans did, so we could actually you know, hit them before they could hit us. Yeah, absolutely. So we had the howitzer, which had a longer range than the German 88. And I think one of the, the real, you know, important stories that's not known about World War II also is how American war production of howitzers, Sherman tanks, B-17s, C-47s, Mustangs, Jeeps, you know, munitions, supplies, is really a big part of the story of the war in Europe and the Pacific that we try and tell in our Road to Berlin exhibit. You know, really, we had just an amazing uh, production capability that ultimately was one of the big reasons that we were able to defeat, you know, the Germans in uh, Europe and the Japanese in the Pacific. Is this exhibit, the Road to Berlin exhibit, a permanent exhibit? Yes, it is. So actually, Road to Berlin is in a new pavilion, Campaigns of Courage. Uh, we opened this in December. You know, we sort of think of it as an environmental documentary. It uses heavy, scenic environments so that as you go through these galleries, you get a sense of what it was like to be in the North African desert or to be a part of a bombing crew, you know, having a briefing in southern England in a Quonset hut before you headed off into a mission over Germany. So Road to Berlin is the first piece of this. It's the entire European theater. This coming December, we'll open the road to Tokyo, the second part of that pavilion, uh -huh. which will do the same in the Asia-Pacific campaign. And it uses, you know, really all of the tools that we have to make this a very engaging and immersive experience for the visitor. The scenic environment, uh, film presentations, multimedia interactives, and the dog tag. And dog, the dog tag, tag experience, which we think is that? really... Will you explain that to listeners? We only have a minute left, but go ahead, Steve. Sure. It's really... Uh, when you come to the museum, you choose an identity of an individual that you will follow throughout your journey. And you will check in with them and find out what was happening to them as they went through their journey in the war. You can also use that dog tag to collect content on the interactives. And when you get home, you go to dogtagexperience.org and you get the entire story of your individual. You see all the content you collected. And we share with you more information related to your personal experience. Fascinating, fascinating. So if you're near New Orleans, the National World War II Museum, check it out, the new Road to Berlin exhibit or new pavilion, really. Uh, it's a different name, but that's the exhibit that's in the pavilion. You can find more details at the website. It's national www numeral 2 national www2museum.org, and Stephen Watson's the executive vice president. Stephen, it sounds like a, uh, a beautiful and certainly <laughs> informative exhibit. I've already learned that I haven't been there. I thank you for stopping by. You got it. Come see us. I would like to. Plus, it's a good reason to go to New Orleans. You're in Rudy Max's world where we talk all travel all the time. Don't go away. We'll take a commercial break. We're going to come back and find out about trips where, like, there's no booze involved. So if you're a recovering alcoholic, this might be of interest. Connect with America's number one travel radio show by calling 800-387-8025. Or follow the program at RudyMaxa.com. We'll be right back. To connect with the program, call 800-387-8025. 
That's 800-387-8025. Or visit the show online at RudyMaxa.com. Welcome back to Rudy Maxa's World. Maybe you'd like to take a trip that doesn't involve alcohol or any other substances for that matter. Well, on February 5th, there's a new company. It's called Clean Fun Network. And it's going to launch a social community that is designed to be free of all pressures to drink or, as I say, indulge in other substances. And uh, the co-founder, his title is Director of Clean, is MJ Gottlieb. Welcome to the show, MJ. Tell me about Clean Fun Network. Is this a website? Is this a travel company? Is it a social website? Is it all of the above? Uh, Thanks for having me. Uh, The answer would be all of the above. Uh, uh, Clean Fun Network is the premier community for individuals interested in leading healthy, clean, and fun lifestyles. And it incorporates a travel component, and it incorporates signature events, and then it has an app, which is really the center of our community where everybody can connect. All right. How did this come to be? Because there are folks who say, hey, two glasses of wine a day is very good for you, and there's not going to be any wine on your trips. Is, is, is this aimed at recovering alcoholics? Is it, is, are you and your co-founder in that category, may I ask? Yes, we're both in recovery, but Clean Fun Network are for all people um, that abstain from alcohol and or drugs, whether it be in recovery or they simply uh, don't drink or do drugs for religious or other purposes. And, okay, or healthy you know, purposes, right? Yeah, correct. And, and I thought that the fun would be over as I knew it. And everybody was just hanging out in diners and coffee shops, and I am just not a person that enjoys that. So if that you was mean, going you mean, to excuse be... Excuse me. Excuse me, MJ. I'm sorry to interrupt. You mean when you, when you became a recovering alcoholic, you thought, well, your social life, your fun life is over. Exactly. Okay, exactly. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm sorry I interrupted you. I, I, but however you found... <laughs> yeah, so, so Jimmy uh, uh, got sober around 2007. Um, I started getting sober around the same time, but I decided to experiment for another uh, four or five years. That didn't seem to work out. Uh, mm-hmm. So uh, he started uh, throwing... Uh, sober uh, houses together personally in the Hamptons, uh, in Montauk, and then he expanded it to Puerto Rico uh, and then to Stratton, Vermont. And then we got together about a year ago, and uh, for what he was offering, we wanted to be able to provide those resources, not just on the small level, uh, but be able to uh, provide those resources uh, to the world. So that's how we started talking about scaling the concept. All right, when you say he started sober houses in these different, what do you mean by sober houses? Is just rent a house for vacation yeah, purposes? Yeah, so, so when he got sober, um, you know, he, he needed to keep that, that fun going, so he, he would uh, uh, do shares in Montauk and bring uh, people that didn't drink or do drugs uh, to the houses, and it kind of organically grew from there. Um, and then after three or four years, we got together, and uh, he, knowing my business background, said, listen, can we scale this thing? Uh, because it was providing such value uh, for people in such a safe environment uh, that we really wanted to make it scalable and have those resources available to, to the whole world. Listeners, you might not know where Montauk is. It's on the tip of Long Island uh, in the Hamptons, and it's a, it's a beach community and a very nice place. Now, you have sure. upcoming trips to Nicaragua, Chile, Montana, Costa Rica. Are these... Are these, again, to particular fun houses, or are these a more conventional tour of these places that obviously involves uh, no alcohol or drugs? Yeah, it's, it's 
uh, absolutely without alcohol or drugs. And we, uh, we formed a partnership with Absolute Travel, which is 2013's Travel and Leisure World's Best uh, uh, Tour Operator. And they put together, in conjunction with Jimmy and I, some just extraordinary trips that are all activity-based, whether they be uh, skiing in Chile or surfing in Nicaragua. So they're just action-packed trips. They're phenomenal trips. They did an incredible job. All right. And, and this website, is the website up now or is it in beta now? Yep, absolutely. www.cleanfunnetwork.com. All right. And um, do you do, what do you do other than trips? Uh, so we do the, there's the travel component and then there's signature events, which are uh, day trips or weekend get, getaways that feature sports, uh, music, hiking, meditation, uh, culinary uh, uh, events. So we're doing uh, a, uh, a yoga. Um, uh, we're doing a yoga one uh, in about a month, and then uh, we're doing a trip to Hunter Mountain uh, for the weekend. So these are all day and weekend uh, getaways, uh, which 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 we're very very excited about, and we're starting that in the New York area, and then expanding to two to three locations over the next twelve months. All right. Most interesting. Most interesting. Well, uh, my guest is uh, MG Got- MJ Gottlieb. He's the co-founder and director of Clean for Clean Fund Network with his partner, Jimmy Ham. You can find more information by going to cleanfundnetwork.com. MJ, thank you for stopping by. Thanks so much. Thanks for having me. Very interesting. I never heard of this concept. I always use the expression good, clean, fun. Oh, it's not always good, clean, fun when I use that concept, but uh, in this case, it is. We're coming to the end of the first hour of Rudy Max's World. If your station's leaving us, which very few of our stations do, I say this almost every week, and I'm glad they don't. Uh, but if your station's sticking around for the second hour, we're going to take about a six-minute break for some news and commercial messages, I'm sure. We'll come back. we got a lot more travel to talk about. It's a busy weekend. Stick around in Rudy Max's World. I hope you'll be back right after, these, uh, right after this break. You've been listening to Rudy Max's World, America's number one travel radio show on the SSI Radio Network.